Support for this podcast comes from Cooper Vision Specialty Eye Care. Cooper Vision Specialty Eye Care brings an impressive portfolio of life-changing specialty lenses to ECPs across the globe, empowering them to differentiate themselves while positively impacting the lives of their patients. You'll find a comprehensive collection of advanced scleral, OrthoK, and RGP lens designs from the highly respected brands that now comprise Cooper Vision Specialty Eye Care. Products include OneFit, IC, Paragon CRT, Dreamlight, Senso, and so many more, all of which are backed by the promise of continuous innovation, best-in-class service, and a refreshing perspective to solve unique and challenging vision issues with a customer-first perspective. Let Cooper Vision Specialty Eye Care lead you on a journey of changing patients' lives and improving practice profitability. Learn more at coopervisionspecialtyeyecare.com. The Globalized Podcast is brought to you by Cooper Vision Specialty Eye Care. Presenters are paid consultants. Hello, this is Melissa Barnett, Principal Optometrist at UC Davis Eye Center. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Globalize, the podcast series. Today, we're pleased to have Dr. O.B. Malopi, Optometrist and Managing Director of Vision Straight and co-founder of iAfrica Media in South Africa. O.B. is a young, dynamic leader who has championed and pioneered various innovative products and solutions in optometry. Thank you for joining us, O.B. Good day, Dr. Barnett. Good day, Dr. Arnold. Uh, what a complete honor. I'm super excited. I, I can't believe that two people that I greatly admire, look up to, that inspire me on so many levels, get to be talking to me right now. So, and please just call me Obi. In South Africa, when optometrists qualify, we just qualify as optometrists and without the title, which makes it work for me because I've got the easiest name across the IK community, Obi. That is a, a great name and, and welcome to Globalize. So many of our listeners might not be familiar with South Africa. Can you please share your background, where you grew up, your family, and what inspired you to become an optometrist and business leader? Thank you very much for the lovely question. So in South Africa, I'm from a place called Bloemfontein, which is in the central part of South Africa. And there are four optometry schools in the country. And I come from the city that houses one of those particular optometry schools. So in my matric year, I damaged my leg, so I could not play soccer anymore. I spent two weeks with a dentist, two weeks with a pharmacist, two weeks with a doctor and so forth. And the optometrist was the one that stood out because I realized that with optometrists, they have multiple facets to what they do. And all those facets work together at the same time. So I was very fascinated by the eye and the IK industry. And I was like, this is something that I could see myself doing for the rest of my life. What an amazing uh, story and, and so inspirational. It's so interesting how we all end up uh, with our, our lives and our paths and, and what a great story. So you have really done so much um, in your practicing career. You've authored several books on the business of optometry and practice management. Please tell us more about the books and what inspired you to start this project. So uh, for me, the way I see optometry or IK, it's got an academic side, a clinical side, and a business side. Now for any optometry practice to experience massive growth and success, all three components need to work cohesively with one another. When I was in optometry school, I discovered that so much attention was being given to the academic side 
as well as the clinical side of optometry. But when we qualify and go out into the marketplace, we are sort of like have to fend for ourselves when it comes to the business side of optometry. We don't know about leadership. We don't know about teams. You don't know about practice success. So I was challenged and inspired to say, but if I see that this is a problem that is not solved, why don't I become that person, that leader that will take the initiative and start writing these books? So that's how the, 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 the idea behind the books, I wanted to simplify the information that we are experiencing on a day-to-day -day basis in our practices and make it easy for the next generation of leaders to be able to have resources readily available that they can utilize in growing their optometric practices. You have authored several books on the business of optometry and practice management. Please tell us more about the books and what inspired you to start this project. The books were initiated to provide valuable practical resources to bridge the gap between the academic component, the clinical component, and the business side of optometry. And so our very first book was called, it was in 2016, uh, Vision Straits Business Guide for Optometrists. And it focuses about leadership in IK. Everything rises and falls on leadership. With great leadership, you will have great organizations, great people, great businesses. The second book was about the team, the staff, and that was written in 2017 called Vision Straits Practical Guide for Optometric Staff. At the end of the day, the heartbeat of our organizations are people. We can have amazing clinicians, amazing ideas, but without people being in our practices, doing the day-to-day -day work, we will not have successful practices. So that's the second book. The third book, it was on pathology, the anterior segment conditions, which was written by an incredible leader here in South Africa, Mariki Silius. And it was, how do we manage the patient from a clinical excellence point of view on a day-to-day -day basis? Then the fourth book was written in 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic with Dr. Daryl Glover on marketing, which was written called Vision Straits Marketing Guide for the IK industry. Due to the pandemic, a lot of optometric practices the world over rushed to social media, rushed to have websites to update their marketing approach. But there wasn't a resource that put it all together. So that what Dr. Daryl Glover and I did was to create a book that was simplified, but covers all the relevant topics in getting optometric practices to the next level. Then obviously the last book that we wrote in 2021 was Vision Straits Strategic Guide for Optometrists. And why I love this book, it focuses on how do you take your business to the next level post a pandemic? And that was basically the reason or the idea behind the five books that we have written so far. And there's another 95 more books to come for as long as I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so, yeah. incredible. There are so many different topics and so much fantastic information that practices can use all over the world. Thank you for going through each one. When's your next book coming out? Uh, we're trying to release a book, at least two books a year. So we're in February now, uh, 2022. Watch the space. Uh, we're going to shop the industry. We're going to think out the box. And we're going to expand the scope because what we realized about our books, that they can be written in other languages they, can, they are so applicable to other industries. I mean, we look at the strategic guide, we look at the marketing guide, we look at the business guide. We have had so many people say, but Obi, why are you limiting this to optometry? Why can't you expand the scope and write it for other healthcare professions? 
So we have been doing a lot of work behind the scenes, uh, creating content for uh, university students so that these books can become a prerequisite uh, the world over so that they are ready prepared to be able to be the most incredible optometrists and leaders that the IK community deserves and desperately needs. Along with your books, you hold seminars, do you not, around the country? Tell us about your seminar. Yes, uh, Dr. Arnold. Um, like I was saying earlier on that, you know, part of what makes a great optometric practice is not only our clinical skills, which are very, very important, but optometrists need to be able to be competent business leaders as well. Because at the end of the day, when that patient is sitting in front of you, you need to make sure that your staff are communicating with the patient the same way that you as the doctor are doing so in the uh, consultation room. Sales is not something that optometrists or optometry practices are comfortable with. Uh, training and development. So the seminars that we are hosting on a month-to-month -month basis for the last six years have seen us conduct training and development workshops in over 300 optometry practices to date. Uh, not only here in South Africa, but we have conducted them in Australia. We've conducted them in uh, the UK. Uh, practices in America as well have joined us online with some of our training workshops. And basically, we've got a staff training workshop, a business leadership workshop, and a sales training workshop. And optometric practices get to greatly benefit from these workshops that we have conducted. That is as absolutely outstanding, Obi. Support for this podcast comes from CooperVision Specialty Eye Care. CooperVision Specialty Eye Care is dedicated to addressing the unmet needs of practitioners and patients worldwide whose ocular challenges compromise not only vision, but quality of life. Their unmatched portfolio of specialty lens designs includes the following brands, Blanchard, GP Specialists, Number 7 Contact Lenses, Paragon, Procornia, and Soflex. Learn more at coopervisionspecialtyeyecare.com. So tell us about the media company, Ifrica Media. What is it and what are its goals? A few years ago, I got the privilege of connecting with incredible leaders from all over the world. And one thing that stood out for me, especially optometrists in America and optometrists in, the, in, in Europe, was that they formed communities around the work that they do. So you'll find that the people that were interested in contact lenses built or established a community around them. People that were interested in pediatrics did the same thing. But there was no sense of community or any platform that was connecting IK leaders on the African continent with one another. So I collaborated with one of the leaders in America, funny enough, uh, Dr. Daryl Glover from Defocus Media. And him and I connected and we said, you know what, we need to bring IK on the African continent onto a global stage. And so that's the idea behind Africa Media. It's basically Africa's gateway into IK, where you're seeing optometrists, ophthalmologists, optical dispensers from different countries having a voice, having a platform where they can talk about myopia control, talk about contact lenses, talk about the latest of uh, innovations that are taking place right here on the continent of Africa. And so that's what Africa Media does. It connects the industry here on the continent. That is fantastic, because I know that's a, quite a large continent you have there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so in 2018, you received the Young Optometrist of the Year. So who was that award from, and what was your reaction when you found out? Firstly, it was completely unexpected. In South Africa, uh, at the time, we had what we referred to as the Vision Awards, 
where they look at various leaders who are doing different exploits, if I can put it that way, who have done great work within the IK community in various competencies. And so I was privileged enough to be nominated because at the time I had launched an innovative online CET platform, uh, or here in South Africa, we refer to it as Continuous Professional Development, which is CPD, coupled with the books that I had written, coupled with me speaking in different conferences throughout the country leading up to that year they saw it fit to award me alongside an incredible young leader, the Young Optometrist of the Year Award, simply because I had stepped out of my comfort zone, trying to do things that were not being done before by young optometrists at the time. And so I think that's the reason why they decided to give me the award. I, I, I still sort of like wrap my, my brain around it even now because there are so many incredible leaders here on the African continent or here in South Africa doing incredible things. So to be able to be part of that elite group of optometrists who are recognized as industry leaders, uh, award-winning industry leaders, was just something that I'm, I'm, I'm forever grateful for, Dr. Arnold. Well, the award is well-deserved. You have done such incredible work and we see it here in the US and I'm sure people see it from all over the world. So we all know people that have inspired and motivated us to achieve more. Do you have a special mentor who was particularly influential in your career? Wow, <laughs> what a question. Um, definitely, um, in optometry school, uh, Dr. Dirk Boyson, he, he lectured us on contact lenses and he stood up and he said to us in the class, how do you define optometry? And the idea behind my business consulting company, Vision Straight, was birthed from how I answered that question. I stood up in the class and I said to him, optometry has got that educational component, the healthcare component and the sales component. And so all three need to work together uh, for any optometry practice or business to be successful. And he then said to me, Obi, if you can be able to create a company that can be able to teach people exactly what you have said, you will be successful. And so over the years, that's what I focused on. And along the years, obviously, you meet incredible leaders who do extraordinary things on a global stage, who then inspire you to say, Obi, don't just limit your thinking to South Africa, you can actually become a global leader. And one of the, those leaders was um, Nicholas Romney, Professor Nicholas Romney in the UK. And I was fortunate enough to even go to his practice and spend uh, some time in his practice where he actually showed me how he, he built his career. So those are the two leaders that inspired my journey in ICAP. But throughout the journey, one thing that I have to say, locally here, uh, an optometrist by the name of Hilton Morrow, he's the optometrist that gave me my first break. And I'm forever grateful for him because he took a chance on me when no one else was taking a chance on me. And he gave me my very first opportunity that has led to me still being an effective leader in the industry. And so Hilton Morrow opened the doors that were closed for me by giving me a chance to be able to have a space where I can build Vision Straight into a global business consulting firm. So those are the three people that have literally stood out the most in my optometric journey. That's absolutely amazing. And I'm lucky to have met two out of three of them. So at various conferences, which is fantastic. The world is a very small place, right? And I've gotten to know 
Nick Rumney as, as well, uh, as you know. And I think there's very few people that know more about South African history than Nick Rumney. Yeah. <laughs> he actually knows more about South Africa than he does than the UK. He's, he's obsessed <laughs> with South Africa. He loves the place. Yeah. And giraffes, too. Absolutely. <laughs> Crazy about giraffes. Absolutely. And of course, sorry, uh, Dr. Arnold, uh, Dr. Burnett, I have to mention uh, Dr. Darrell Glover. He's been my brother. You know, I think one thing that I've seen from the two of you specifically is that you, the two of you support each other so well in what you guys do. And it, it reminds me so much of my relationship with Dr. Darrell Glover. He, he, he's, the, he's the person that gets to see when I'm not smiling. He's the person that gets to see when I don't have this energy that I always have on social media. And he's the one who, who's there side to side in this optometric journey with me because he plays like an accountability partner, if I can put it that way, because he's constantly being a brother to me more than anything else. So uh, I had to mention that. Another just incredible person. So Daryl Glover is absolutely amazing, but it's fantastic to have that support system. We, we definitely appreciate it. So OB, in traditional globalized fashion, we like to ask this question. So the world is a big place with lots of exciting things to see. If you could travel anywhere in the world today, where would it be? Wow, okay. <laughs> Uh, right now, I've never been to America, but I, I feel like I'm, I'm connected to so many aspects of America due to the work that I have been fortunate enough to be doing in the IK community. And so if there's one place that I would actually love to go and explore, see, spend time in, it's actually America because I've been to, the, I've been to Europe, uh, I've been to the UK, I, I've been to other parts of Africa, which is absolutely breathtaking and amazing. But the curiosity of America is still there. And hopefully, I will join you guys at your guys' conference very, very soon, uh, sooner rather than later, and have the opportunity to explore the country as well. That would be fantastic. We, we welcome you with open arms, and I can't wait to meet you in person. We've done so much together over the years, but it will be incredible one day. And I'm still putting up that offer. I would love to visit you as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to make it happen very, very soon, Dr. Bonnet. Sounds great. You know, you're always welcome, Obi, anytime you want to come. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Well, Obi, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. And thank you so much for being here. And thanks to our listeners for joining today's podcast. We'll hope you'll tune back in for future episodes of the Globalize with Melissa Barnett and Tom Arnold podcast series.